Hey guys, Richard Yule here with Matthew Henry. And we are a Knight of the Nerdy Laser podcast, and we are joined by Corey Keelan from the Spooky Dudes podcast. It's Sleepaway Camp, an evening with Felissa Rose. If you can't attend, but you want to be a part of this special event, check out our online experience ticket for only $50. With this ticket, you get a VIP streaming channel sent directly to your email the day of the event to take part in our live Q&A. Ask Felissa any question on the live video chat and get a customized signed photo mailed directly to you. Included shipping is for USA customers only. Get your tickets online at nerdylaser.com. Event brought to you by Dungeon at Southland, The Bird in the Book, and High Wire Brewing of Knoxville. From you coming to you from Scotland, yeah, right. Slash you, hey, hello, we're slash you. Is that Scottish? (laughs) Nope, I don't think so. We're going crazy. We're slash you, okay, slash you. Are we recording? We are, we're on, we're live. Hey, everybody, guess what? Tape, yeah, what? Oh, welcome to welcome. God, that was a great, that was one of our best intros. Cut, take two. I am Nick, I'm Andy. We are slash you. A little podcast we like to play around with every week where we discuss horror movies, slasher movies, yeah. sometimes campy, sometimes forgotten, sometimes both. Mm-hmm. Uh, made between the years 1977, 1988, when cinema was real with blood, body parts, beer, drugs, cocaine, boobs. It was it was awesome. The campiness is off the charts, Nick. Let me tell you. Oh, There's boy. so many of these movies. This is episode 37 oh, God, I know. of I just... Slash You. I just every I, I gotta quit getting excited. I know, and we this week we are talking about what? Blood Theater, nineteen eighty four, seventy six minutes. Yeah, directed by Rick Sloan. Where do I begin, brother? And I really think you called it to me when <laughs> I think our students here know that when we'll reach out to each other as uh-huh. we're watching this, or you texted me the uh, righteous, well defined review what definition of this oh. film. Yeah, a yeah. student film. For sure. Oh, this really feels like a this would be film. like if you know you were dating somebody. They're like, "Yeah, I'm in film school." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, really? You're in film school?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm at a film. It's called fucking Blood Theater." Blood Theater. Um, <laughs> directed by Rick Sloan. Written by Rick Sloan when he was a teenager. Um, produced by Rick Sloan. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> best best boy. This grip. is yeah, key right. grip. Key grip Rick Sloan. Th- that's what I mean when I say like student student film. Like the one guy did so many things on this movie. He he didn't act in it, at least that I saw. But uh Rick Sloan's responsible for a lot of other cheesy ass, campy ass stuff. Uh one that I'm going to give a shot to is a uh, Vice Squad. Or Vice Academy. Here it is. Vice Academy. There's like Vice Academy 1 through 6. <laughs> and at least the first three of them are available on Tubi for free. Um, 
so it looks kind of like a cheesy, almost Police Academy parody. Totally. Which Police Academy already is a parody, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> so there's, Keystone Cops. Yeah, the Vice Academy. He did one called Bikini Academy. <laughs> Uh, Babe Watch, Forbidden Parody. It's a parody of Baywatch. Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did one called Hobgoblins, Hobgoblins 2. I mean, the dude the dude is known for like really cheesy ass. Uh, We're talking D, D movies. Very. C movies? Yeah. And D movies. They've often uh, undergone very harsh criticism. Of course they have. Including Blood Theater. Very harshly received by our critics imdb has it at 2.8 out of 10 okay but these are just <laughs> these are people that call themselves cinephiles and everyone knows how we feel about cinephiles we are not cinephiles oh yes god we we slash you will expel cinephiles from our get academy here. get out of yep. here you cinephile you can't yeah get out of here you <laughs> cinephile also pedophiles they can't be here yes either. no uh but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Like we, our appreciation for these movies is because they are often so bad, uh, so bad they're good. Yeah, it was when you were texting me like, Nick, yeah. dude, crazy. and I was like, Andy, this is what we do yeah. slash you. I, was, uh, it I was mean, painful. because in this film, um, Andy, I believe we get some ghosts. We get uh, a killer, uh-huh. an actual killer, and dude, do we also get. I think we wait, wait till it, wait for the end. But I think we get space aliens. You think so? I think we get aliens. I think we get sci- science fucking fiction okay. in this film. You're going to have to point that out to okay. me. Okay. I got I basically I got I got a lot of cues, but no A's. No answers. The, no answers. Like you said this is a 75 76, 76 minutes. minutes. 1 Very, hour 16 minutes. Real one quick. Hour, yeah. Real quick watch. Um and uh Cliff Kill Notes. I think we should just go right All into right. them because there's a lot to discuss uh, about yeah. uh this Cinematic gold artistry of theater. <laughs> Blood theater. Kick it, Andy. Yeah. Oh, wait. Right. What? Cliff Kill knows. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by glasses. When you need to see, wear glasses. Also made to drink liquids out of. Andy's Cliff Kill notes. <laughs> You're talking about the glasses on your face, but also glasses you can drink out of. Um, you like an addendum, like an asterisk? Glasses. Not just for seeing anymore. <laughs> you can drink too out of glasses. Anyway, uh, okay, here's yeah. here we go. This is the setup for this movie. An old theater closes down after a tragedy where many people died. Uh, I'm gonna talk about that in our kill count. <clears throat> Years later, the location is purchased by Spotlight Theaters. Dean Murdoch, the owner, tasks his three best employees to go renovate and get the theater ready to open again, offering them a one thousand dollar bonus if they have a successful opening night. But the old theater seems to be cursed or haunted or or there's just a... Or invaded, creep, invaded, invaded by, by aliens. Invaded by aliens or there's a killer. <laughs> um, it seems anyone who tries to open it up ends up dead. And this gang is no exception. And that's the setup for this movie. Blood Theater, Blood theater. 76 minutes. And thanks for listening to Slash You. We will yeah. see you next week. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, that was it. No, I want to point yeah. out who uh, a character in here, Mrs. Blackwell. Yes. Miss Blackwell. Uh, Mary Warnoff. Right. Who, two years before this movie, she was in another classic called Eating Raoul. I saw this movie when I was a kid. It still freaks me out to this day. I think we're going to have to put it in our mix of... Um, Excuse me. Oh, our, our movies? In our movies. You know, 1982 is a classic. Okay. She was also in a Slash Shoe student's favorite. I'm sure a lot of our students out there love Chopping Mall. Oh, okay. Please stop shopping here. I am a robot. Just wanted to point her out. Yeah. I think her character in this, if our, uh, I want to reference Married with Children. 
Peg Bundy. I think Mary's Warnoff's character of Miss Blackwell has yeah. that ow kind of oh, like yep, ow. Yep, yep. I you know, agree. smoking, yep. kicking, like Peg so, Bundy. Yeah, Peg Bundy kind of thing. So, yep. um, I just wanted to give her a shout out. But right. should we just start where the is the movie open in 1946? Did you assume 40 years earlier? Yeah, like it's our, definitely like blood tracks. Yeah, it's an older uh, cold open. Um, we've got. Uh, I don't know. We don't need to run down the list of characters. Not yet. No, not yet. Um, and I want to. There's something I want to save at the end. Let me just remind myself to do that. We'll talk about that later. So you're right. This is a cold open when the theater is in its younger days. We want to. It's it's a young manager, right? Or maybe a young owner. But I was going to say he, he's young. He's a manager. He goes up to his ticket counter girl. Mm-hmm. How many tickets have we sold today? Mm-hmm. And she said, Hey, we sold 18 tickets. Uh, and, and it sounds like to a great film. I don't know what they're watching, well, but it's a play. Yeah, that's but that's on. but that's what I mean. But they. Th- th- oh, this is a theater in which it it was at the time just a, a live theater, like for plays. Yes, because the ticket. Uh, I remember the ticket girl said, "Maybe we will do better with movies." That's right. This is the la- that's it's why their last performances. He's got it up on the marquee. Final performances yes. tonight, and an O falls off. Yeah, the, one of the O's, O's falls from tonight. Off. Yeah, yep. so the O falls off. You think, hey, from final performances tonight, just like Andy said. Yeah, and that's why he's filming it, and yeah. because they're transitioning to, to a movies. movie theater. That's what I had so many questions. Yep. yep, this guy is obviously upset about this. Uh, he must like the performing arts, and he wants to stay as a performing arts theater, but. It's not working out. 18 well, tickets. I mean, Yeah, no, that's not good. That's not a lot. And the manager, our young manager, goes in to look for his girlfriend, Ellen. Ellen. Where's Ellen? A, yeah. So she's supposed to be filming the the, the, per- the, the yep. performance yep. on the stage. Yep. She's nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Because you know what she's doing? She's flirting with some dude backstage. She, yeah, and he tells her to break up with... She. He's like, break up with your boyfriend, the yeah. manager. And she's like, no, he takes me out to nice... He takes me out to nice restaurants for yep. dinner. Yep. And uh, our manager guy overhears this, unnamed, by the way. We don't know. Yeah. He, he's never named. Oh, hold on. This is the this is the this is the play. Oh right. Oh. So here it is. <laughs> this is what the eighteen people are watching. It's yeah. It's just a ghost sound. I mean, they probably couldn't afford an actual like <laughs> Shakespeare play to be performing or. They couldn't come up with, like, what should these people be doing on stage? They could have been juggling, Nick, to reference a couple or, episodes ago. Or Bukaki. Hey, but um, they they sold 18 tickets. It's a final performance. And, again, uh, yeah. it is a play, and yeah. we're, we're going through that. So she's he, he sees his love. He sees uh, his love. His girlfriend, Ellen, Hugging another guy. Yeah. He picks up a couple of uh, movie reels yep. that are there, obviously, for the transition to movies. Uh, and he lights, he opens it up, and he lights one on fire, and it starts to smoke, and uh, it starts to smoke, and, and smoke spreads throughout the theater. Uh, and people start to discover that, that there's smoke, and obviously fire, and they start to panic, and they're all trapped in the theater. But how do they die? Well, I think all the doors are locked, and I don't know if it's fumes. Because the place doesn't burn down. Because then there would be no theater. There would be no theater. It does not burn down, but there's heavy, heavy, heavy smoke, and they can't get out. So I think... Smoke inhalation. I didn't look up, like, if you burn... Black lung. Yeah, if you burn a film reel, is it toxic? I didn't look that up. I'm not a scientist, nor am I a cinephile. But uh, (laughs) the the, uh, owner of the theater comes out, and the ticket booth gal's like, 
hearing all the screams saying, and she says, what did you do? And he stabs her. And he stabs her to death. What? What? I mean, so all of a sudden, like, again, Jody and I are watching this first time. It's like, he was fine until he saw his, his partner, his girlfriend talking to, talking to another guy. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to set this place on fire. I'm killing Tigger Girl. Like, he snapped. I think so. It could be the girlfriend thing plus his theater's closing down and just pushed him over the edge. Oh, but but can he, he's still, but, like, even if he's a manager or owner, I mean, just because yeah. it's chance for me to fill. Maybe he's got a lot going on his head. Maybe yeah. we could do a prequel to this. Point being, not a lot of backstory on what drives this man over the edge. Yes, none. <laughs> so smoke fills a theater, yeah. and I'm already lost at this point because, I, again, when yeah. I was asking Andy, was it a fire that killed them? I, I'm going to go with Andy's uh, assessment that it was smoke inhalation. Fumes. Yeah, Fumes the that yeah. these uh, people were dead. Uh, our, our ticket girl dead, too. Ticket girl all bloody and dead. Opening yeah. credits. Yeah, they, that's the, the title card. Yep. Blood theater. Blood and the theater. Music and the uh, yeah, music, opening music, and that's how the movie starts. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, uh, and I guess we assume it's 30 years later, 40 years later. They don't really say. No. No text copy that says where we're at. Couldn't afford the graphics. Couldn't afford because the <laughs> graphics they do use are just pin, pin drawings. Yeah, but again, uh, we assume years have gone by, and now we are welcoming everyone to Spotlight Theater. Yeah, there's a, a quick uh, shot. Uh, the camera holds on a sign. Did you see this? It said a reward twenty five thousand yes. dollars to anyone willing to open this theater. Yes, I did see that, and I have it in my notes. Yeah. But that's all they do. They just show, show it. But do you assume that's why Murdoch bought it? I think so. Mr. Murdoch is the owner of Spotlight Theaters, as yep. Andy described in his Kafku notes. Yeah. But he received twenty five thousand. Who gives the twenty five thousand? The city? Who's given this reward? Who's who's rewarding them twenty five k? I guess who owns the building? Well, who owns the building? I don't the, know. Yeah, the you're guy, right. The guy who just went on a killing spree. A, so, teen, a teenager wrote this goddamn oh, film. Geez. Excuse my language. I'm sorry, but damn it, we're gonna see here. You're right, but yeah. I guess that's why it was my second watch to where yeah. I kind of put two and two together. I said, Murdoch's going after that 25 yeah. grand. We're introduced to Spotlight Theaters, like you said. Yeah, we meet name Dean, ev- Dean Murdoch. Yeah. Name every speaker announcement in this movie. Oh, I can't. I got some. Really? Well, yeah, it's one of those PA systems, PA systems going on at Spotlight this, Theaters. There yeah. are certain aspects of this movie that the movie focuses on. Uh-huh. The speaker announcements are one. The yeah. films within a film are another. The fuse, I mean, like, I, I'll go through it, but uh, the speaker announcements uh, will be brought up, as Andy said, the PA will yeah. be brought up uh, as we go over well, this Well, it's good. Film. I mean, it, it, that's the part that tries to be funny, the, the, yeah. the PA announcements, I think. I mean... Uh, it's it's pretty cool. But we meet Dean Murdoch. We meet Miss Blackwell, Ms. His, Blackwell uh, yep. his assistant, and Selena. the other characters. Selena, Darcy, Jennifer, Adrian, and Malcolm. We'll bl- we'll bust these up a little later, but those are the prominent characters you need to know. Yeah. Um, we, we're, in, we're, we're in Spotlight Theater now. The employees are chatting, and some dude just randomly falls in the very beginning of the film. And I believe, Andy, <laughs> this will explain, this explains the whole movie. It's a failure. It's a... A what? A, a failure. A, a failure? Failure. I, I get it. Well, <laughs> the PA system is saying, like, welcome to Spotlight Theaters, where service matters. Or what Did you write it down? Oh, or, I got some down. Yeah. Uh, and, these are... Yeah. Uh, we're learning that Murdoch is into the pirating of video. Yeah. Uh, so he, he'll film his own movies, yeah. send them back, and then sell the videotapes to make more money. So here's some of the PA announcements. <coughs> Let me get my... Me, me, yeah. me, me. 
La 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 la. Yeah. Welcome to Spotlight Theaters, your ticket to escape. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Spotlight Theaters, where the popcorn is always popping. So as the movie goes on, they kind of do get a little bit more. But the dude fell down because it said, welcome to Spotlight Theaters, where your where service matters. And this guy's waiting to hand his ticket to a couple employees who are just yeah. chatting. And he goes to lean on something and falls over. <laughs> I mean, like... that's all that was. And I've spent far too much time talking about it already. That, that's the one where I was like, it was a failure, but I try to use a fallier. Fallier, yeah. Dude. Was, it was a bad joke. Don't hold it against me, dude. Let's keep going. It's okay. A lot of those PA announcements were just for the, the bad jokiness of them. But uh, Dean is meeting with his good employees <laughs> to tell them about the new location because uh, Darcy and Selena, who are the bad employees, the slackers, they notice that their coworkers are going off or, or walking away somewhere. Selena says, like, where's everybody going? Yep. Where's the meeting? Miss Blackwell grabs uh, Dean's attention while he's on the phone and she's like you have a meeting downstairs um he's meeting with Jennifer Adrian and Malcolm yes but Selena and Darcy sneak their way they into there they sneak their way in Selena yeah. is like the worst employee she she's is terrible she's terrible a horrible person Darcy's yeah. kind of like the tag along like mm-hmm. whatever Selena does Darcy's gonna laugh and kind of hey girl kind yep. of like hey girl what are you doing you know so they're, they're best friends yep. but Selena is our bad girl a bad girl she That's was so, talking about how she wants to leave tonight. Can you just punch my yeah. punch my time card out at the right time? <clears throat> and they go to this meeting and they and, want they want Selena and Darcy. Out. Yeah, Mr. Murdoch's Miss Blackwell. Like, what are those two doing there? And Miss Blackwell's like, you have a meeting with a with a broom and a dustpan. Get out of here! And they're like, why should we stay? Why shouldn't we stay? And Dean, uh, Mr. Murdoch says like, uh, because we're going to talk about who's been stealing money from the register. And that gets Darcy and Selena go, whoop, yep, let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way here. to get a out. But Selena and Miss Blackwell do not like each other. No. From the very beginning, you can tell. It's very important to know that Miss Blackwell has, a, I think, a huge role. I think she has the biggest role within this movie. Mm-hmm. Her character plays well uh, between both theaters, between all the characters. I really enjoyed uh, her performance in this film. I did too. Um, but again, kicking Selena and Darcy out, mm-hmm. uh, we're able to have Mr. Murdoch right. tell the, our threesome that there's a new theater opening up right. and they're going to be running it. Right. So that's why uh, uh, that's why he just wanted to meet with the other three, with Jennifer, Adrian, and Malcolm, because they are the better employees, I guess. And Adrian um, and uh, Jennifer... Adrian and Jennifer are a couple. Yep. Yep. Then uh, Mr. Murdoch even mentions that. He's like, you know, you two know each other outside of work. Because I think Jennifer had her hand on Adrian's thigh. Yeah, she was excited because they're getting a new opportunity. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. My question, too, in this part, why does the door make a noise? Oh, that's how we talked every, about Every time someone enters or leaves the theater, the door like makes a I whooshing have it, noise. I have it in my notes a little bit longer yeah, down. but It's obviously dubbed in, but it's like... Yeah, or like a, maybe a whip. Yeah, but it's, get it. it also happens in between transitioning scenes. Yeah. Like where scenes where they know, cut. transition. Yeah. Cut to like, another scene. Yeah. yeah. It's, especially with doors. I, I don't know. It was, maybe it's the maybe it's the door of the spaceship opening up. Uh, Oh, this, like like Star Trek, or fucking <laughs> Close Encounters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. No, I'm just kidding. But it was just a random thing I noticed that I didn't like th- very much. This whole movie is random, Andy. Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. Holy shit! So, so again, our threesome. 
Yeah. Adrian, yeah. Uh, his assistant Malcolm, yeah, and Jennifer are taking off to go check out the new theater. But before they they go, Mr. Murdoch wants to give them a presentation, a slideshow, slide if you will, yep. of the new theater. He's only got one slide. <laughs> it's funny because Miss Blackwell takes out the other slides because there are chalk outlines of bodies. Yep. And she was like, you know, she's covering for him, covering for him. She's like, there are no other slides. And he's like, yeah, there were. I saw him this morning. And of course, she's like, there aren't any now, you know, <laughs> wink, 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 motherfucker. Wink. End the meeting, please. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Miss Blackwell was uh, was covering for him about the murders. Yes. Uh, you know, he's, he's thrown these three kids over in this new theater. And why would you want them to know that in the past there were murders there? Yeah, I think Adrian and Malcolm could have handled it, but not Jennifer. Not I'm Jennifer. not saying just because, of, but just because of their characters. Yeah, Jennifer is. Uh, it's kind of like skittish. she's scattered. She's scattered, skittish. Yes. But uh, again, as Andy said, his cliff kill notes that yeah. there is. He's saying if you do a great open, Mr. Malcolm or yep. Mr. Uh, Murdoch. Murdoch is saying, "Hey kids, if you do a great opening night, thousand dollars." Between the, between the, the three, three of you. Yeah. He's, he's a cheap ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he, so the threesome go to check out the uh, theater, yeah. which we is, which we do know as the viewer that this is the theater where uh, that they shared in the beginning of the movie. This right. is the theater where those 18 people died from smoke inhalation. Yep. The aliens showed up and the ghosts. Aliens. Are you just wait, Andy, and you're going to be like, Nick, you're so smart. I'm glad you're my co-host. Okay. Well, I already am glad, and you are smart, Aww. but oh, I don't God. know that I believe you on the aliens. We're going to take this moment to hug. <laughs> um, <clears throat> There's they, some... Yeah, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, again, I just this this whole movie like with the Peg Bundy yeah. uh, vibe and like Mr. Murdoch kind of having that Al like yeah. she walks all over him like are they dating? I know they're not married because it's Miss M I S S Blackwell, yeah, which is rad. But I mean, they still could be dating. They they, they seem to have a very connection. She's more than just a secretary or a, a, sorry, an office assistant to him. Mm-hmm. But it's also got like a Three's Company feel. Uh, let me explain what Three's Company is. It's a film or uh, TV show. It was a oh. series made between 1978 and 1984. Start a young uh, John Ritter. John Ritter, mm-hmm. uh, Susan Suzanne Summers, Suzanne Summers, Joyce DeWitt. Yep. Uh, and I would say Google Three's Company. Have you ever seen it? I enjoyed it. Uh, Good John show. Ritter. John Ritter did a great job. And yep. It has that film. Mister Murdoch dresses like Mister Furley, like oh. Mister Furley, the landlord. Like yeah. he's wearing that cheesy fucking shit, but polyester suits and yeah. So um. this is uh, this is setting the story. Yep. We're always going to be going between. Spotlight Theater, the new improved four. They got four theaters in the Spotlight Theater. Yep. So they the, have ten. This was the eleventh location. That no, but I meant like it's oh four cinemas. Yeah, oh. four four th- actual screens. Yeah, yeah. And the th- multiplex, and the, multiplex, and this new location this is, is only one one screen. So that's yeah. they bring that I get up. You. So uh, we get some eye candy in the locker room uh, because you know Jennifer and Adrian and Malcolm are gonna go, but we go back to the locker room where Selena and. And uh, uh, what was her name? Darcy are changing. So that's why I say we get some eye candy. This is where we get our first sort of, not not full bubes. No bubes. But, but, but you're starting to get the yeah. idea like, hey, there's good, they're, they're, you know, we're in the girls' locker room. Selena's like the bad girl smoking. Smoking when she's not supposed to. Yeah. And she's changing and, into her street clothes. And Jennifer's like, you're not going to see us around here anymore because we got promoted and we're leaving. Selena's like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's like, get the <laughs> hell clash. out of here. Yeah, like they clash. But yeah, they uh, Selena doesn't like anyone except Darcy. Mm-hmm. I, again, this is like when we get another movie announcement. No matter how much you hate your movie, no switching theaters. Welcome to Spotlight Theaters, 
where if you hate your movie, you still cannot switch theaters. Oh yeah, but it this was, yeah, that's kind of what they, they they said something like if the movie in the next theater sounds better, better yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no switching, there's no switching theaters. Great. The, this is where we also learn a name of other movies that are in the theater. Yep, Chainsaw I have that here. Yep, Chainsaw Chicks. Uh, yep, Clown Horrors of Hollywood. <laughs> it's a movie. Uh, Amputee Hookers, <laughs> and Nightmare of the Lost Whores. And those were all films uh, made by short films made by Rick Sloan. We have to when he attended Los Angeles City College. I want uh, according to Wikipedia citation needed, but okay, great reason not to believe it. So do they actually show a film within a film in this one? We've gotten some of that in some of our films. There's a little trailer for Clown Wars of Hollywood. Do you think that's real? Do you think that's actually part of the short film? It might be because it's fucking horrible. It's real bad. I agree. Uh, it's like a couple girls in Joker makeup <laughs> and, 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 and crappy fur coats running around Hollywood. Yeah, just so that the what, hookers, is, the, the sex and... workers, is because they're girls. <laughs> yeah. The the clowns because they got clown makeup on. Yep. And Hollywood because they're in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Clown they, whores of Hollywood, like action, <laughs> comedy, and sex. Like they oh, are God. smacking people in the face with pies, like clowns do. Mm-hmm. And as clowns are known to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I tell you, man, I've, you have written a couple of screenplays. It'd probably be way better. (laughs) Way better. Once we get like, like 3000 followers on Instagram, I'm really going to work. Slash. is going to produce a movie. Good. Murder cabin. All right. Um, 3000 followers. I'll play the shit out of my trombone. Okay. (laughs) Or no, we should use that for our GoFundMe if we get like. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that off uh, air. Well, that's. I want to bring up the PA announcements again. Okay. Another big role in this film. What? The speaker announcements. I mean, it's almost like if you're watching this, you're you're waiting to hear. It's like another character. If you're. Yeah, if you're in spotlight theaters, it seems like you'd be like, "Shut the fuck up, PA Uh, system." Yeah. Intermission starts now. I assume is out in the hallway only. And not in the. the oh, I know it's not. Yeah, I dig yeah. that, but still, could you imagine working there and hearing that all the fucking? Oh, it would drive me nuts. So, uh, also in the locker room, um, it's important to just note Selena, since she was smoking, she accidentally set her her own pants on fire, her uniform pants that were yep. in the locker. Um, whoops, because it comes back later. Oh, it definitely comes back <laughs> later. Yeah. Then Adrian, real quick, on a visits. Camel. <laughs> Adrian real quick visits uh, uh, Mr. Murdoch in his office and wants that offer for a thousand dollar bonus in writing. Yes, and at the same time, Miss Blackwell's got uh, a, like a clear plastic page with all the missing slides from the slideshow. And Adrian's, Adrian's like, like hey, "Oh, you, you found the missing slides! <laughs> oh, you found the missing slides!" Check- Why is he Italian? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds natural. <laughs> all right, so it's don't- me, Adrian. <laughs> you, Adrian. <laughs> If they had half a beer. Uh, it's you, Adrian. It's a me. It's a me, Adrian. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. Anyway, Miss Blackwell just says they're from my vacation, and Adrian's like, "Where'd you go?" And she says, "You know, it's nowhere compared to the all-expense vacation I'm getting this weekend." And when he leaves, Mr. Murdoch's like, "What are you talking about?" And she goes, "You're gonna pay me for some time off for keeping my mouth shut about." The murders. Covering your ass. Covering your ass. Murdoch. Murdoch. Oh, the cheap bastard. Another another PA announcement. Welcome to Spotlight Theaters, where there's always showmanship in the show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you really need to waste my time for telling me that? I don't know. I wonder how much the guy who recorded him got paid. 
the, all the extras did like the let's say the extras uh, 18 people that were you know in the film in the, yeah. the very beginning of the movie all the extras on this film work for free you're kidding me no, i'm not this is this is actually well if we remember i have one of the reviews left on imdb that's what i was saying i'll talk about later is from the actual actress who played selena i, I have no way to to say if that's true or not, but it's one of the one. Oh, I one can't of the, wait for this. One of the one star reviews is has was left by okay uh, a person claiming that she's Selena. This is good, so good we'll fucking re- uh. Yeah, anybody uh, uh, can go Google it right now. Pause our episode and go look. But I'm gonna I'll read. Yeah, it later. I, I, I'll read it later. Yeah. Stay with us. So, stay with us, students. But um, our three friends get to the new theater. Yeah, our new managers explore their new theater. Yeah. A long, drawn-out scene, Andy, but they needed to fill this one up. Kind of like yeah. Drive-In Massacre? Yeah. Where I think you have to hit it, like, maybe it's 70 minutes? It must be. I don't know. 75 minutes, maybe? Yeah. Where you, it's got to be considered a feature-length film? Sure. I mean, I don't know what it was back in 84. Because well, I, was, I, was I was only two. This was all my, note, <laughs> <laughs> all my notes say, walking around old theater. And I mean, it is like five minutes yeah. of screen time. They're least. just kind of checking out the. They're just checking out the theater. It's an old yeah. school theater. It really is. I I know it was a uh, filmed at a theater in L.A. That then eventually, like a month later, got torn down after they filmed in it. Yeah, majority was shot at the historic Beverly Warner Theater in there you Beverly go. Hills, and uh, also the location in Xanadu. The film Xanadu. Xanadu. Yeah. It was uh, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, motherfucker. That's Later rad. demolished, and the site became a bank building. All yeah. of that according to Wikipedia, but it, those things are marked citation needed. So I hope I'm right. But again, Nick and I are not pros. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I like to think it's true, though. I mean, why Why not? Like, why wouldn't it be true? So, so we're walking around the old theater. The old theater. Not burnt down. So the people died from, again, this is where I'm running on my notes. The people died from uh, inhalation inhalation of, yeah. of smoke. They look around the old theater to the turn on the lights. They have a gander. This is another point I want to make. The fuse box in this movie plays a big role. Sure. So the fuse box in this movie, the video announcements make a big movie. So or make it make a make a scene. They they disrupt the movie. They're very focused on within this movie. And uh, I will say this: what I was really stoked about mm-hmm. was I think the director of photography of this movie, if they had one, I mean shit, whoever did the there were some interesting camera angles. I appreciated that, Andy. I thought that it was uh, interesting, smart, uh, with little with little notes of rad. I okay. was uh, very ex- I, I thought they had some good shots, some good yeah. uh, angles within the camera. I agree. And th- also, I wanted to let you know, the soundtrack was stolen, uh, was not stolen, but they used the soundtrack from old video games that didn't actually make it to market. You're very- lying to me. You got me. You got me. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. But I looked at you in the eyes and I could see your beady little Nick eyes were like, I'm fibbing and I knew it. I caught you. Well, this is this is pretty much what it sounds like when they're walking around. (laughs) You're right. You're right. The music does sound like. So this is what you're listening to when they're walking around. Does that sound like Donkey Kong? It sounds like, yeah, I'm at the boss fight. And I only have two lives left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Damn it, I almost thought I would get one by you. but uh, Old video games that didn't make it to market. But um, uh, that does, it is synthesized. 
uh, music throughout the whole thing. Music um, by Rick Sloan. Music by <laughs> the, the director. He's no John Carpenter. No. Let's put it that way. Uh, Jennifer is a cheerleader at the high school. Yeah, we, Did cut, you know that? we cut randomly to cheerleading practice. This is a very short scene where Jennifer is cheerleading with the other cheerleaders. They're, they're, they, they are good. Uh, yeah, I guess. They yeah. have no rhythm. They're not even <laughs> sync. They're not even in sync. Well, that's why it's practice, bud. They're just practicing. <laughs> no, are they? It's not a game going on, but there are scattered people in the stands, yeah. including Darcy and Selena. Yeah. Selena jumps into the end of the cheerleading line and just mocks Jennifer. Um, and Adrian rolls up in his kick-ass Trans Am to pick her up. And, and she's like, there he is! Oh! I mean, seriously, this reminds me of Sandra D in Greece. Like, she's like, oh yeah. my god, Johnny, or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, Daruka? But she, the, she runs off of the Trans Am. All the other cheerleaders are jealous. Yeah, they're like she's hanging like, on the fence, waving. And She dates a movie manager, yeah. a movie theater manager. She's a senior in high school. She's a head cheerleader. She's he's, in a tra- a gold Trans Am. He's so dreamy. Yeah, and yeah. as they take off in the Trans Am, they squeal, squeal off. Yeah. They literally jump on the fence in jealousy. Yeah. yeah that's really and fun. Selena and Darcy sort of look on like, whatever. Who cares? Oh, oh um, speaker announcement, PA. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Spotlight Theater. Free parking at the motel across the street. Ugh. And that's when uh, Miss Murdoch, Miss Blackwell walks yeah. into Murdoch's office and says, hey, they're, they're closing the hotel across the street. You mean the one with all the whores? Yep. And we smash cut to a <laughs> shot of some people. Uh, a guy dresses a pimp and a couple ladies dressed in a sex worker, sex worker outfits with God, feather boas and stuff. And, is and one a, of them's getting arrested. Yeah. Well, so was the other one? Was the was the was the man who's the pimp? Was he supposed to be undercover? Was guess, he an actual pimp? Because there's a, someone getting arrested right next to him. I think I would. Okay. There's it was very dumb. Um, I think I got a picture of it. That yeah. I, I'll see. But well, it was just funny. The a PA announcement says free parking across the street of the hotel. Yeah. Miss Blackwell then immediately is like, they're closing down the hotel across the street. Mr. Murdoch, the one with all the whores. <laughs> and and we see the, the whores in action over there. Uh, Selena walks by the office as they're discussing this uh, motel with the whores. Selena walks by in yeah. some, some pants that I guess they wear in deserts. Hot pants. Hot pants that they wear uh, in the deserts because I think they're made for uh, when you're riding a camel. Oh, I see what you're saying. The toe. I, I guess I don't want to. So it's when you like they call it when the guy wears tight pants. They call it a moose knuckle. They sure do. And uh, I guess when girls wear tight pants, they could, they'll, they'll refer to as camel toes. They sure do. This was actually in the parental guide, like where it says, "Hey, parents, this is what you need to look for." Yeah. They brought up these pants. Well, there is no if you if you wanted to know what a vagina might look like, <laughs> you would say, "Hey, let me see that scene where Selena walks in with those hot <laughs> pants." You can see the outline of her vagina. Mister Murdoch, uh, not happy. He's nope. like a. Call her back here. And yep. this, back, this Blackwell calls Selena back. What are you wearing? And she's, oh, I had an accident with my other pants. So this is the only pair I have. And he's just like, Ugh, well, go to work anyway. Stay behind the counter. And tomorrow I want to <laughs> see you in polyester. And she's like, I bet I bet you do. And take some papers off his desk and just throws them on the floor. Like, way, way to disrespect your boss. I know. And how do you still have a job? Like, what the fuck? If I were him, I'd be like, you're done. Yeah. Bye. I mean, get out. I know what's. You used to brought this up too, Andy. I can't uh, believe I skipped over this too. Yeah. Uh, as we were, again, uh, as you all know, our, our dear listeners, that we will kind of text back and forth as we watch the movies in our separate houses. Yeah. Good point. Nick, I think this was maybe trying to be a comedy too. It was trying. Was it? Because it, 
I, I can't say it's a slasher film. Well, there's a couple of, there's a well, there's some slasher esque. There are. That's true. Elements. And, but... and Miss Blackwell and Selena have a couple of quick, quippy lines in this scene right here, too, where, um, uh, what did she say? Like, I think Miss Blackwell said, like, where'd you get those pants? And uh, I can't remember what she's, fuck, what'd she say? Um, yeah, I don't remember. She, she made a crack like Selena's a whore. Yes. A, a prostitute. Yes. A sex worker. And um, That's exactly it. Yeah. She said, like, you wouldn't be able to bring in, you wouldn't be able to bring in $20 on any of the corners around this place or something yeah. like that. It was it was witty, and I wish I remembered it right now. But it, it was one of the funnier lines in the movie, and I remember thinking, like, oh, that's some decent writing, but that's about it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had more fun writing the PA announcements. You're probably right. I mean, like, even You're though as they progressively right. try to get more funny, but uh, the, yeah. again, I love the the animosity and that character development, but the characters, you know, Mrs. Blackwell and Selena, their yep. hatred for one another. Yeah. Because it keeps growing. Yep. So Jennifer is, I guess, in her, I don't know where she's in. She's in, in like the office room of this new uh, theater, the new old theater. She's yeah. brushing her hair. Yeah. And a lamp mysteriously bursts right this so is this where is, the haunting thing comes this in. is a ghost movie now yeah did i say I, and i'm i never mentioned aliens no i have not yet mentioned aliens well you've mentioned no it i have not po- okay all right. and i've not mentioned i think this we can run it back in bit, here but, i've not have uh, not all right and i've not mentioned this being a slash movie this from now on will be known as a haunted ghost. movie with ghosts okay let's go let the record show at 36 <laughs> minutes in all right, um, <laughs> approximately. So uh, yeah, Jennifer's just creeped out by yes. I don't know there's, the lights going on. There's some funny things going on, but with the ghosts in the theater. So she leaves, and when she shuts the door to that office, the, one of the lamps turns on. Yep. Did you notice that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe something to do with the weird circuits, uh, circuit breaker, fuse box. Um, no, it's a, this is a ghost movie. Yeah, I don't know. Go, continue, Adrian. Uh, well, don't the don't the lights totally go off? Oh, the vacuum. Uh, yeah. Malcolm is vacuuming, uh, just cleaning up, vacuuming, and Jennifer trips over the cord and unplugs it. And they now they, this yeah. is where we set up. Are you, Malcolm looks at Jennifer and says, hey, quit funning with me. I'm trying to clean up. I'm the assistant manager. I got to get this theater ready. Yeah. She's like, I made a mistake. I'm not joking with you. Yeah. Yes, you are. You did this on purpose. Oh, here comes the here come the pranks. But yeah. she really did. She just she tripped. just tripped over the cord. Oh. He plugs it back in, but all the lights go out. Yes, and that's when Adrian calls uh, Mr. Murdoch and says, "You know, we need to we need to replace the fuses." Miss Blackwell's like, "I'll go get him. He's not here." Murdoch is doing one of his things where he's videotaping the screen that's showing the movie. You know, like you said, you alluded to a little earlier. He rips off the studios by getting the screener copy. Yes. He videotapes it and then and sends, sends it back. the screener. And then he sells back. the videotapes. And then he sells the videotapes. This one was Chainsaw Chicks. Yeah, he's bootlegging the own his own Chainsaw. fucking movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, he th- this was a big thing pirating, mm-hmm. and uh, and he gets to do it without. But if he sells the tapes, Nick, the people won't come to the movies to watch it. So he's putting himself out of business. Andy, this is 1984 <laughs> when video rental stores. Have you seen the last blockbuster on I have. Netflix yet? I have. So this is like when it's starting to happen. Oh, okay. I don't understand why he would... You so, listen. So it's extra money for him, but his theater would lose money but less people would come to watch the movie there. Right? <laughs> I mean, this man has no idea about economics. Rick Sloan was a teenager when he wrote this. I guess. So Miss Blackwell interrupts this little piracy uh, operation, yes. and uh, Mr. Murdoch's like, cut, run it back. We got to start over from the beginning. Um, and he 
takes the call from Adrian, and Adrian's like, we blew a fuse. Can we go get one? Fuses are 25 cents a piece. Why'd you call me for this? Well, go Just, buy it. And Adrian's like, will you reimburse us? I will reimburse you for anything that makes you happy. Great. That's exactly verbatim what he said. Yeah. It, it's almost it, as if I watched it today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he does this to set up an expense report. Adrian's yes, smart. He is. He now set he's up, basically got a carte blanche. Go get whatever you need. Speaker announcement. Mm-hmm. Spotlight theaters would like to disassociate themselves with the motel across the street. I Please thought, park somewhere else. I thought that was very clever. Because it, it's a couple scenes later. It's quick. After the prostitution thing. And the, now the PA says, uh, don't park there, basically. <laughs> we don't, we, had we had to do had nothing to do with that <laughs> sex worker stuff across the street. Go park somewhere else. It was so chill. Like very pimp, good. The pimp, they were white. They, I mean, I'm just saying, but you know, they were You know I, what it reminded me of? Oh, it reminded me of the PA announcements in Airplane. Oh, yes. With the, with the, with the guy and girl. Yeah, like and the, the white zone. Yes. And, the, and, and Stick, yeah, eventually it's yeah, just a they're arguing. And the female are arguing. arguing. Yeah. That's a good call. How it progresses throughout the movie and gets funnier and funnier. What year did Airplane come out? Because Rick Sloan might have been influenced by that. That's a good call. Oh, man. I don't know. It, you know, it's no big deal right now. Well, hey, we'll enter right now. It was good. Air, airplane was made in the year. Enter it here, Andy. Okay, good. Okay. Um, but again, I thought that was funny how quick they changed the uh, uh, the, 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 PA. the PA announcement. Yeah. And uh, Murdoch was filming Chainsaw Chicks with the interruption from Miss Blackwell. Yeah. As Malcolm so. continues to vacuum, Jennifer decides to go work upstairs at, yeah. at the new theater because now they're back at well, they're back at the. The, the old the new theater, yeah. The Uniplex. The Uniplex, I like it. One screen. One screen. And now she thinks Murdoch is playing jokes on her. With, Malcolm. Malcolm is playing jokes on her with the, like the lighting. Yeah, the theater light. Yeah. yeah. So she's like the Yoko Ono of the theater biz because oh, she goes to Adrian, her boyfriend, and says, you tell Malcolm to quit playing with me. It's like, yeah. all right, Yoko. It was such a like little kid like yeah. middle school little kid line like Malcolm keeps picking on me with the lights tell him to stop <laughs> I was like how old are you what and Adrian's like okay well I'll find and they confront Malcolm and he's like I've been vacuuming like well the vacuum's on but that doesn't mean you were vacuuming he's like no I'm fucking vacuuming like I'm not doing Adrian anything. is John Lennon Malcolm yeah. is Ringo no Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. I was going to say George Harrison. <laughs> so they all, they're all just tired so now. Jennifer is Yoko. <laughs> Got Jennifer is Yoko of the Got theater it. biz in the 80s. We're referencing the Beatles, for those of you who might be No, if you don't know, if they, yeah, then quit <laughs> listening. Let's put that way. So they all are kind of burnt out. They leave the theater, and it's time to enjoy a night. But yeah. as they leave the theater, Jennifer, I guess, forgot that she invited some of our cheerleader buddies to come over. And meet her. I know one's yeah. name is Dee Dee. But they are like, hey, let's... As they leave, literally, they come in through a side door, uh, Jennifer's two cheerleading friends, and they're like, well, Jennifer's not here. Let's wait around. We can practice some cheers. Yeah. Sis, boom, ba, rah, rah, rah. And it's Dee Dee and another friend. I, I don't know if she has a we, credit. It's the, yeah, two cheerleader friends of Jennifer. And um, this is when we get to actually see the killer, the ghost. No, I'm sorry, the ghost. He's a ghost. That's right. This place is haunted. So yeah, it's not, no, this is not a sci-fi science fiction. They get stabbed. Yes. That's it. No, no, nothing. But the knives are so... It's off. It's like out of frame. Yeah. You don't and see the knives going in them or anything. And she's like, who are you? Yeah. I'm a guy holding a knife. I'm an old as fuck guy that looks like a ghost about to stab the piss out of you. Yeah, why would you say who are you? Why yeah. would you just scream and run Why don't the you just get way? the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
if I'm in a weird old theater and I turn around weird... and there's a dude holding a knife, I'm gonna not gonna stop and go, "Who are you?" I'm gonna be like, "Whoa, hey, get the fuck away!" And I'm gonna take off. I there's might a... even shove him, like kick, yeah. push him away from me. I think if he's going, to... yeah, he's an yeah. old, he's an old dude, he's an old frail man. Yeah, I mean, I you could totally, in, I would kick him in the balls. Yeah, I mean. I'm not above fighting dirty when it comes to my life. You know, the guy's got a knife and I don't have anything. I kick him right in the nuts and I'd run the other direction. Like, w- let's say it wasn't a knife. Let's say it was like a bag of butterscotch. You would still be like, what are you doing? How'd you get I'd here? Be like, can I have one of those? No, you. I love Werther's Andy, original. Andy, I know you. You'd still kick him in the nuts. I love Werther's. And then I'd take his <laughs> Werther's original. <laughs> He does look like an old Vincent Price, though. Again, I don't... He we, does. We, that was it. I couldn't think of Vincent Price's name. Yes. I was like, this looks like a dude that I should know. Who did the voiceover in Thriller, for yep. if, if you, anyone remember Thriller, but everyone <laughs> should know Vincent Price. I think yeah. he just celebrated a... I think he had a May 27th birthday, but... Uh, cool. I could be wrong. Uh, this is where, again, though, we see the ghost. Well, is it a ghost? Yeah, we don't know. Don't we'll know. have a lot of talk. But uh, Adrian and Jennifer decide to go on a date. To their old... To theater, the old place where they the worked. Multiplex where the they multiplex. The multiplex. Because it's free. It's free. They can get in for free because they work for Spotlight Cinemas. And I do love this scene, Andy, because for some reason, above the person that takes your ticket, the ticket girl, mm-hmm. there is a picture, just what? a frame picture uh-huh. of Darcy and Selena. And so, so he looks pissed. I took a picture of it just to post for okay. our listeners. Especially if they watch the movie, because I even with Jody, I hit pause. I was like, "Look, because it's they're not smiling like face to face. It's like they're both just casually." Yeah, and it's a frame shot of them, sort of looking as, as they're as they're getting into the theater. Yeah. This is uh, what we see a frame picture of Selena and Darcy. Yeah, this is where the movie begins, and it's a creepy. It was the a preview. Yeah, it's a, of, it was a trailer Murdoch. for, wasn't it? No, oh. it's Mr. Murdoch saying, "Oh, oh hi, oh. I'm Dean That's Murdoch, right. the owner of Spotlight Theaters." Yeah, you see, I the look, same... I look, I look creepy as fuck. <laughs> you see the same thing here in Milwaukee. If you go to the movies, like at a Marcus Cinema, the owner Greg Marcus, mm-hmm. Greg Marcus does a, a little intro. Yeah, but he's, kind of, I mean, he does, he has fun yeah. with it. He sees oh. one out. Yeah, I this mean, is a guy wearing a. This is D- bad. Dean Dean Murdoch is wearing yeah. a. A glitter vest, a glitter tie, yeah. looking straight at the camera going, yeah. our food is good. Yeah. Come f- get some popcorn. Yeah, this is yeah. fucking red. I'm fucking weird <laughs> as fuck. I mean, he even looks like a ghost. I mean, they painted his shit looking like- Don't what? look away or I'll touch your children. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he looks like. Don't look away. Or I'll touch your oh, children. Oh, that was good. It's so- totally what it, the vibe you get. Uh, but you're right. It's one of those ads for the theater itself. Like, yeah. thanks for being here. Come to our, come to our, go get some food at our concession stand. Yeah. And um, as you know, I guess Adrian and <clears throat> you know, it's Jennifer. been a long time, probably for a lot of people since they've been to the movies. Oh, that's a good pull. Now that we're good kinda, pull, good call. Yeah, now that we're kind of on the tail end of this COVID pandemic, I think people might not remember that when you went to the movies, the movies would often promote themselves. Come get a snack here. You know, come. <laughs> All right, dude, it hasn't been that long. I mean, it's been a year. I forgot. (laughs) Okay, I haven't been to the movies in so long. Neither have I, but I'm kind of digging. Yeah, watching. I don't know if I want to go to the movies because I watched a film. I mean, I watched so much film with you, and then I still, I still watch Christine like once a week too. So sure. Um, this is so after Murdoch does his preview, and and Selena isn't happy. Selena and Darcy are happy because. Adrian and Jennifer walk by and they just grab free popcorn. So Adrian's and and Selena's pissed off at Adrian and Jennifer doing that. So she tells Darcy, I'm going to go get them. 
I'm going to go cause a scene. Yep. Yeah. And she is goes. It, is it a scene or is it like a prank or joke? I don't know. I don't know. But she walks into the cinema where they're watching their movie. And this is, and before she confronts them, we have one of those little uh, angel and devil <laughs> on her shoulder <laughs> moments. She's and yes, yeah, Selena's got like a like a bit of a lazy eye. It looks like her eyes are crossed. When you brought that up, okay, hold on. <laughs> when you brought that up, that she's looking, she and so she's looking at the camera. And, and no body shaming here. Mm-hmm. It's just I didn't know she does the actress who plays Selena. I think she should have worn corrective lenses maybe as a child. Could cause, be because there's two wonky eyes. Yep. And I thought that maybe it was just like her being silly during the scene, but then as I continue to watch the movie, it is it is very uh, relevant. Yeah, her name's uh, Joanna Morales is there the actress. Uh, she was credited in this movie as Joanna Fox. Uh, She's so the she one. She must have gone by Joanna Fox back then. Two X's. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, that's who played Selena. But she Gotta look up some Cinemax with her name under. She <laughs> Skinemax. She, she briefly stops at the before confronting mm-hmm. adrian and jennifer and that's she gets a little angel on her on her left shoulder our right and uh it says like don't do it selena it's a selena angel it's a selena angel as you know with any anytime somebody's yes. conscience is speaking to them it's the it's a small tiny version of themselves as yep. an angel saying don't do it and then as a scantily clad devil going do it selena and, and of course she just smiles like yeah. i like that one better I'll listen to that one and marches in and, and marches in sits next to adrian but before all the commotion goes out before because selena is going down there to start a commotion yeah we get to see the fucking trailer for clown horrors from hollywood yeah where it's just pretty much again two girls with clown makeup on running around hollywood this is nick's movie within a movie reference earlier uh yep it's what is like two minutes. It's just the trailer for this movie, and and it's stupid. The girls must be stopped, and then like a like a guy says that, and he gets hit in the face with a pie. Then they start yeah. licking it off. Yeah. So, like you said, they're two sex workers that dress with, like that with, with clown, clown makeup, makeup on. on, running around Hollywood. Hollywood. So there you go. Very clown creative. Wars of Hollywood. There you go. Much so- like snakes on a plane, you get it all <laughs> in the title. It's a movie about. Yeah. Clown whores in Hollywood. Good burger. Yeah. No, I'm. Um, was <laughs> definitely about good burgers. This is. Uh, uh, it, it's. It, it is. The Chainsaw Chicks and this reference to the Clown Whores of Hollywood. Very mm-hmm. fun. I thought it was just kind of a a good element to kind of uh, what you said. Is this supposed to be a slasher? Is it supposed to be a comedy? Mm-hmm. A spoof. Rick Sloan, I had, I think he had no idea what he was doing. I don't know if he was in a cocaine. I, I don't get a cocaine vibe on this movie, but um, no, I don't get a cocaine vibe. Uh, not like Killer Workout. No, God, no. That Killer is, Workout is all cocaine. Yeah, like you said, if cocaine made a movie, that's <laughs> that's Killer Workout or Aerobicide. But this movie, this movie was more probably just the the scattered you know mind of a a teenager a teenager yeah there you go i like that that's a good call especially as all this all this stuff is getting made yeah uh, great ghost movies this is when selena comes sit sits down next to adrian jennifer and makes a scene makes a scene by ripping her shirt off and ripping off her bra ripping off her bra and showing bubies to everyone well more specifically to adrian yeah and also Jennifer, but then in real in, in reality, the whole theater, everybody get, there gets yeah. to see her beauties. Because well, Jennifer quickly covers Adrian's eyes. Hell yeah! Does Selena have a thing for Adrian? Is that? I, I think she's just really trying to get to Jennifer. Jennifer yeah, yeah. Because she's like, you know, 
uh, Selena, what are you doing? It's like what you were going to be doing in a yeah. couple of minutes. Or what you weren't going to be doing or yeah. something, I think. Who knows? She, she was kind of saying like, Adrian, I'm the girl you want to get to if you want to teach bubies. Yeah. Jennifer's not going to let you teach She's a bubies. nun. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. Her name uh, should be Mary. Yeah. So uh, Selena's, everybody, people, other other guests in the theater are, are like, sit down, please. Chaos ensues. Yeah. And Selena's just like, whatever, shut up. You know, knocking people's popcorn out of their hands. and Yeah. Her shirt's open for the whole time. Her shirt is open. Bubies just flopping about as she's, you know, confronting everybody who comes up to her. A warning speaker's going off, alerting Mrs. Blackwell. Uh, yeah. You know, like, so again, chaos is going. You can hear, like, through voiceovers that Selena's just bitching. Selena's voiceover is just bitching at everyone. Like, hey, yeah. you want to, this is, this is the most you'll get out of any show. These bubies that I. Yeah. So Miss Blackwell runs in and wrestles her out of the theater. Yeah. And then after Selena looks at Mrs. Blackwell and says, hey, you know, I'm not your employee, bitch. Mrs. Blackwell, Miss Blackwell just whoop, bam, slaps her, slaps her in the face, slaps her on the left side of her face. Yeah, very, very something you got to bring up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Selena leaves or gets kicked out. So why is yeah, And so Jennifer and Adrian leave, too. But Jennifer is still on Adrian's back. Like Adrian is like piggybacking her and she's still covering his eyes. That's where I think this movie's trying to be funny. It's dumb because as Adrian and Jennifer leave the other a couple other employees are like, bye, Jennifer. Have a good night. Bye. And Jennifer's yeah, holding Adrian's eyes closed so he won't see anything else. It's I think it's them just trying to be funny, trying to be silly. It was very stupid, but. I mean, I'd be like, if, if I was Adrian, I'd be, like, I'd be like, hey, uh, sweetheart, you, you can quit covering yeah. my eyes now. There's no naked women in front of me. There's no more naked women. Yeah, I can, I can see I can, to, yeah, to thank walk you. out yeah. of the theater. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> Hold on. Another uh, PA announcement. Yep. <clears throat> thank you for visiting Spotlight Theaters, where your visit seems like it never ends. Uh, yeah. That is serious. What would you, who would you, that's great, great, great PR there, dicks. Um, Where your visit seems like it never ends. Yeah. Now well, maybe they're talking. Okay, go. Ahead. <laughs> talking about the movie. Uh, where <laughs> see, isn't there at this point there was a quick exchange between Miss Blackwell and Mister Murdoch in the office, which ended kind of with him talking about money. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember what it was because then the next the next scene cuts to Adrian had bought plants. I think he talked about how um, Murdoch said something about the expense report or something about expenses. That's right. At the new theater. And when they smash cut to the the new theater, Adrian has purchased several plants. Very which good he's call. Going to, which he's going to expense. So that uh, was another. That, that is good. Yeah. Great call. But the plants were a great call on Adrian's part. A Agreed. good young manager of a theater. Because the, yep. he, he's putting up. They are the. He buys the plants. The threesome. Adrian, Malcolm, and Jennifer are pl- are placing plants throughout the new theater. Yep, um, dress the place up a little and, bit. And ghostly things are happening. Yeah. Um. Again, like with sounds and doors closing and opening. Yeah, there was a bit of a drawn out part with them kind of wandering in the theater. I don't know why, and uh, they wander. Up they needed the to fill room. up fucking time. This movie could have been made in thirty minutes. Oh, for it sure. It could have been a short. It's film a short too. film. Yeah. They, they walk up to the projector room, and that's where they find an, the old film. Yeah. The, I get Ellen. I guess. Was supposed to be because it was the night of the 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 chaos. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm jumping myself here. Ellen was supposed to be filming that night when when the, the young man at the very beginning and the yeah. young manager found her uh, courting another young man. Yeah. He got pissed. The fire ensues or yeah. whatever. 
So this, they find this film and they decide to watch it, the threesome. Yep. And they watch this film. Yep. And it is the... It's the play from the beginning of the movie where... Yep, where the auditorium filled with smoke and the audience was fleeing in terror. It was all caught on film. And it's on these reels that they're now watching. Uh, And while they're watching it, the projector catches fire and starts smoking up the projector room. Jennifer um, runs away while the boys, Malcolm and Adrian, try to get it under control. Wasn't there like some real empty reels just flying randomly across the room too? But what's so funny, when Adrian is also setting up the film, he spins the film reel, Mm -hmm. and it's like the sound of a wildcat. Like, it's weird. I didn't get that. Okay, but I just thought there could be more funny sounds. Like, let's say they open a door and have been like, moo. Like, (laughs) I was like, why would you, why would you spinning a film reel make it sound like, like it was weird like we we had a good laugh about it but, but there, um there's empty reels that sort of reels randomly start, fly I, across because the it's room. a ghost movie it's, it's haunted it's yeah. haunted the 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 movies or the 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 projection room is haunted so the as whole fil- theaters as film canisters start mysteriously flying at the heads of our threesome yeah jennifer jennifer runs. splits she runs um she runs into a elderly man in a tuxedo that's our, our, our vincent killer, price killer yeah, vincent price ghost. guy who attempts to choke her out and this is like a quick like blackout flash, and then he's gone. Yep. And she's he's okay. Split. She's left sort of grasping her own neck. Like, what was that? There's no one there. And she, um, she's so frightened. She takes off, and she's uh, refusing to leave or refusing to return until opening night. Adrian, he listens. Uh, Adrian listens to his partner, his gal pal. Yeah. And says like he kind of believes her, but he's kind of like, eh. Yeah. He's like, well, tell me more about it. And she does, and yeah. he's like, well, you don't have to work upstairs anymore. Mm-hmm. Just work downstairs. Malcolm and I will take care of upstairs. Mm-hmm. But don't tell Murdoch, because Murdoch does call to check in on them yeah. as Miss Blackwell sits on his desk and, like, sexually rubs her legs. Like, seductively. Is seductively. Like, she's just That's like, the word. Yes. Absolutely. She's like, I'm sitting there watching. She's got going, a nice set of legs. Yes. It's good gams. She's 40. Gams. Stems. Sure. She, she's 41 in this film. Oh, yeah. She... she Again, she, I'm very stoked. I thought that she, again, her character, she might be up for a slashy. <laughs> but getting back to, uh, you know, Adrian. Murdoch's checking out her legs while he's on the phone with Adrian. Hey, Adrian, I can't talk right now. No, Adrian, somebody's in my office with some legs. Um, yeah. they. That's a Rocky reference for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Adrian! Adrian! <laughs> um,. Okay, back to three Blood quarters. Theater. Black three, to... three quarters of one beer, and I'm already doing that. <laughs> back to My Blood God. Theater, yeah. 1984. Yeah. Uh, so, again, like like Andy said, Jennifer shook up. Uh, yeah. Adrian promises, promises uh, makes Jennifer promise not to tell Mr. Murdoch, who just called in to check on them, yeah. that, you know, about that ghost or that man or whoever, mm-hmm. the alien, or not alien, sorry, it's not a sign. There's no aliens, yeah. no. So, uh, but she shook up. She was working downstairs. She'll be back on opening night later. Mm-hmm. So now we're back to the original Spotlight Theater, and Selena is painting her face. She she's she's got a plan, Andy. She's putting makeup on her face. Yeah. And and Darcy's like, "Hey, what are you doing? I don't." Whoops. Sorry, that was Siri on my watch. <laughs> so uh, Selena's like uh, responding to you, painting something on her face, and yeah. so Darcy's mm-hmm. like, you know, like, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Darcy's Italian. She's Italian, all she's of a Italian. Yeah. or she's Scottish. She's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> my name's Darcy." 
Or she's, or she's a normal valley chick. Or like, she's, oh my god, what are you doing? Or she's Jamaican. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm a Darcy. <laughs> do I do why, good accents? Why are we doing the accents? Darcy's oh like, hey, god. what are you doing? And she's like, yeah. getting us a new gig. Right. Right. Uh, so a, Selena's plan is to uh, paint a big bruise on her face where Miss Blackwell hit her yeah. and then f- sort of uh, manipulate Murdoch into transferring them to the new theater. And, and that's, that's what exactly happens. what she tries. Um, Selena and Darcy request to be transferred. Mr. Murdoch For, agrees. Uh, that was employee violence. Uh, yeah. Selena says, I want to go because of employee violence. They're like, Darcy, why do you want to go? And she's like, fear of future employee yeah. violence. <laughs> like, yeah. Murdoch says to Miss Blackwell, like, you know, you better be careful. She could, she could come after us for, for harassment. Miss, Miss Blackwell's like, I hit her on the other side of her face. There you go. <laughs> Selena's an idiot. I mean, is what we're trying to get here. She's a cross-eyed idiot. Yeah, no. they're painting the picture. Selena is not too bright. As she paints her face, they're painting a picture of Selena being a... A uh, ditzy, ditzy, stupid blonde. Uh, ditzy... I'm no, going to okay. be frank. Like, that's ditzy, what they're trying to make her out to be. Ditzy, mean. Ditzy, mean, mean, stupid stereotype. Like, she is yeah. mean, dude. Yeah, but so, she's she's painted as this idiot. Before yeah. Jennifer goes home, <clears throat> she decides to go, like, you know, when she's all freaked out about the uh, Vincent Price motherfucker trying to strangle her. She decides to go to the public library to see that she see if she can find the haps on the yeah. old theater. Moving on, she doesn't find dick. We get some cool shots of the Dewey Decimal System in yeah. action. Yeah, the, looking the, through the drawers, and card the, catalog, the card catalog in the library. Yep. Something many people probably don't know about. Jody and I talked about that. Yep, and uh, she doesn't know the name of the theater, so she can't look at yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, she doesn't even know if it's in there. But again, can't just that's it it's a quick filler. Um, yeah. Adrian is continuing to get ready for opening night. As he walks away, the the ghost takes over the typewriter because a typewriter starts to type on its own. Yeah. And this is what it types. Don't be so hasty. The theater could be yours. So Very is it trying to turn Adrian into a killer? I don't to know. maybe say, like, if you kill everyone? Because that's why I was like, why would it type that? I don't know. It's really creepy. Because you're right. It's almost like if this theater's cursed... Maybe they, it needs like somebody to take over uh, as the killer. Or uh, don't be so hasty. The theater, the theater could be yours. Could be yours is what was the ghost yeah. typed. A- Adrian uh, was telling Malcolm, you know, I'm gonna stay here and line up some advertising for opening night. And did we mention Jennifer's dream, or is that in the next scene? That's uh, that's coming up because yeah. we the the killer ghost is the ghost makes another appearance after uh, the typewriter scene. Yeah. Uh, with two spotlight employees that are there from this the is, from the from the from the quadruplex. Th- this is Lisa and Dee Dee. I know you named one of the cheerleaders who died earlier as, as Dee Dee, but I don't think she, they had names. Dee Dee is definitely the one that died because the kill when yeah. she. Well, the, these two people are listed as Lisa and Dee Dee, who now come in and looking for when Jennifer t- with some old right. stuff from her locker. When the cheerleader dies in the very beginning and the pom-poms just going over and the cuz she's dead and the one whose name who I don't know she's going Didi? Oh, okay. Didi? Well, maybe there's two Dee Dee? chicks named Didi. You could have two Didi. There could be two <laughs> Dianes. There's, there can be. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Uh so, <clears throat> wow, that kind of threw me off. I'm I'm sorry, but or What are we talking about? These two employees. Are we talking about Bloodhook? Yeah, these two employees show up looking for Jennifer because they have stuff from her old locker. Are and, we a true crime podcast? Yep. Um. No. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. That's all there is to it. They they are dropping off equipment, but they're they're getting freaked out for a good reason because they do die. They get attacked and they are stabbed to death in the auditorium. Yep. 
Yeah. Then wasn't is it that night Jennifer has yes. a dream? Do we count this as a death, Nick? Nope. Because she's she's having a dream that she's trapped in the popcorn machine and it starts heating up and, and popping popcorn and she essentially gets like fried to death. Or she, her, her skin doesn't burn. No, but she dies in this popcorn machine and snaps awake. Here are my so, thoughts, Andy, on this. Yeah. An idea. Someone thought of a, a, a cool scene that was like, hey, this cool scene could be someone's like dying in a popcorn machine. That's fucking rad. They decided to take that one scene and our writer, our young Rick Sloan, decided to build a whole screen, screenplay based around that one scene. Mm-hmm. Because it is our movie poster it is probably at the peak of the movie. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that I get the fuse box, the vo- the the PA system. There's so many things that this movie is focused on that play diff- that play relevant roles in this film. Mm-hmm. But this scene where she dies of the popcorn, I think it was like the first thing written, and they just built around that. Gotcha. Like uh... as an experienced screenwriter, Andy. Oh sure. Yep. Someone that won a that's won a few awards on. Yeah horror festivals, online festivals in Uruguay. I feel... I, s- I wish you all could see Nick's face right now. This is the face of a man who's bragging. 100%. No. Yeah, Uruguay's, bragging. Uruguay's got the best horror films What did you ever. just call me? Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the sky shots, real quick? They show the sky a lot. In... This movie, yeah, like the blue, the blue sky. I don't know. Don't know. It, okay, it don't know. Happens. Don't care. Doesn't. It's maybe adding time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. This is when Murdoch, uh, uh, Mr. Murdoch, is getting ready to uh, take off to the video convention or the yeah. film theater. The film convention. And he's, he's going to sell his bootlegs. Is what yeah, he's but going to do. Why is he packing up his briefcase full of, like, we were watching him fill his briefcase. It's like, it's not going to close, but it closes. It's like Mary Poppins suitcase. <laughs> it's a magical, like a uh, Harry Potter type. Yeah, it, it totally is. It closes briefcase. magically. Because I wrote magically and you brought up Mary Poppins and Harry Potter. That's cool. Maybe that's, that's just that. an interesting gag. You know, like there was a hole in the desk and he's putting stuff in and it looks like, how is this stuff all going to fit? And he just closes it. I mean, that's just a cool, just a cool magic trick. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's got like a. She's telling Miss Blackwell, though, that he can make more money at the convention in like. The- a couple oh, of days, days than and he, he could would like make in a month. month. Yeah, uh, selling the bootlegs, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but, then, but he, again, I, I have to bring this up, and I know, like, we think hey, it's going to be short, but I don't care. We're slash you, and we likes to we likes to break it down. They are not married. He's obviously trying to get a kiss before he leaves for a little convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she says no. She like elbows him and yeah. then takes her heel and fucking stomps, spi- on his... stomps on his foot. Yeah. He's like, ow! He walks away like just discouraged and like bummed. Man. Then she blows him a kiss. So weird. Yeah, it is weird. They have an interesting dynamic. Maybe it's a dom-sub type of thing. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now I gotta go jerk off. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> now I should have jerked off the blood theater. No, uh, that was... Please don't. Disclaimer. No, nope, um, Never. We just got in the moment there. Yep. I do apologize about Sorry that. About that. Um, yep. Sometimes we get excited. Masturbation is very private. I won't edit it out. Or not unless you're in an open voyeurism. Like I Anyway. Know. Are you voyeuristic? Welcome <clears throat> to Slashy. Anyway, our slackers, Darcy and Selena, right, show up to work at the new the new old theater. They are uh, they're walking in in their street clothes and a weird handheld little radio yeah. playing a stupid song, dancing like ditzy fools. Here's the song. 
Yeah. What kind of joke is this? Groovy. Can't so. <laughs> <laughs> Music by Rick Sloan. They're so like, this is what they're listening. They're yeah. dancing as they walk in the theater. So you just heard Adrian and Darcy's That's voice. That's the on video them. game music on the yeah. next level. Like after you beat the boss and you go to the next level. That was That's, a good Nick's fake. That's how you start. Nick's yeah. fake news. Yeah, that was good. But um, <laughs> as they're Selena Darcy are showing up to their, their new place of employment, dancing to the greatest music that has ever been listened to on Slash U. Okay. Fuck easy action, solid gold. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> everything. Everything else. The music. Mutilator. Of, yes. <laughs> Fall break. This was the best. Rick Sloan. He is the John Carpenter. The hot tub music. All that is worse than this. Yeah, you win. No, you're right. I'm not saying you win. You're right. Nothing's ever going to beat the hot tub scene. In In Mad Men? Mad Men. Mad Men? Never. Never. But uh, as they're walking in, checking out their new place of employment, Jennifer and Darcy. Yeah. Jennifer's trying to get home from cheerleading practice. And guess who forgot to pick her up? Adrian. Adrian forgot to pick her up. Yeah. She had to take a bus home. Ugh. Could you imagine if people saw Jennifer take like what? Are, I don't know. Adrian was asleep in the office next or on the typewriter. Yep. And ghostly things start to happen. Well, Malcolm comes in to get him. Doesn't the typewriter like the paper catches fire? Just randomly mm-hmm. lights up and burns, but burns nothing else. Nope. So the message that was typed there, "Don't oh, be hasty. See? This theater could be yours," has now been burned up, gone. But that's why there, there's a story there. That's like why a story was, that this movie does not explore, my this, friend. This story. Oh my god. <laughs> so um, Adrian welcomes the new employees. You know, yeah, what and are you two doing here? We work here now. Murdoch transferred us. Yeah, like, well, because as Selena and uh, you Dar- know, as Jennifer Darcy. walks in and sees Selena and Darcy there, and yeah, they're, you know, they're the threesome is getting ready for their new. Uh, employees, the Selena and the Darcy, the, the new employee Selena and Darcy, a plant falls. It's kind of jiggling the whole time they're arguing, but then yep. the plant finally falls. From the second story. The second story. All the way Ghostly down. things are happening. Yeah, very haunted. There's a dead rat inside of that plant. That is my dick kill. Oh, is it? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> The rat that got killed. Yeah, but that's what I want to talk about. So yeah. they, the, the plant falls, <laughs> and Adrian's like, pick it up, and Selena and fucking Darcy, oh, Selena mainly, is like, no, fuck you, I'm not doing shit. So Adrian's like, well, this is my place. Take off. So Malcolm stays around. And he's like, you listen. You fucking clean it up. And Darcy and Selena both go, okay. And they start doing it. Fucking Malcolm's the alpha. Ooh. I think if Malcolm would have been manager, yeah. none of this shit would have happened. Yeah. It wasn't Malcolm in the middle. He was Malcolm on top. Hey. I get it. I just was waiting to say Malcolm in the middle in some context. Um, Yeah. This scene is really not important to anything. No, it's cleaning not. up the cleaning up the broken plant and the dead rat. It's pretty pretty silly. Malcolm X'd out their Ooh. bad attitudes. Malcolm X. <laughs> I dig it. So uh, uh Jennifer, um I don't I don't like the word high maintenance because men and women, everybody, all people can be high maintenance. Oh, for sure. Jennifer, I am very high maintenance. Yes, I am too. Mm-hmm. But Jennifer seems to be a lot. Like she, I feel bad for Adrian because he he didn't help this. He didn't ask. First off, he didn't ask Selena to come down and rip her shirt off to show her boobies. No, he didn't. He's not the boss. He's just a manager. Mister Murdoch, the owner, sent them over. So, but she blames him. Yeah, so, not his fault. But, you know, so that's them yeah. arguing. We're back to the them, uh, Adrian, or sorry, Selena and Darcy cleaning up the plant with a dead rat. Yeah. And uh, they are 
I guess, getting acclimated to their new place of employment. Yeah, they find the big old... They find the fuse box. Yeah, the huge, big old fuse box. Do you realize we can control the lights yeah. and other things in this place with all from this panel? Whatever. Okay. Um, then all... Yeah, then they start just turning off all the power. Goofing around. I don't remember how. Darcy becomes locked inside the auditorium area. Well, I mean, first they... Yeah, they start, they discover, like, they decide to start looking around. Yeah, and Darcy, because yeah. this is, again, their new place of employment. Right. They walk into the theater... Wow. Mm-hmm. Like now they're just little girls that are so so cute. They're just like they're amazed by how beautiful this theater is. Yeah. But you're right. Darcy gets locked in there yep. uh and is attacked. And well, she's locked as cuz Selena's taking off. She's like I got to go do some shit or something, but she yeah. she as Selena takes off. Jennifer is locked in. Darcy. Darcy locked. is locked in, but there is no reference to her death yet. No. Okay. No, because it goes back to to Jennifer. She's trying to call. Um, she's trying to narc out. She's trying to talk oh. to Mister uh, Murdoch yeah. about Selena narc. and Darcy. <laughs> she's like she's she's a narc. She's yeah. Yoko Ono. Yeah, I'm not saying Yoko Ono's a narc, maybe, but right. But Mister Murdoch is no is not available. Yep. He's so, at his convention. So is he supposed to be back home? Because that's what Mrs. Blackwell says. She's like he's not here. He was supposed to be back yesterday, but he's not here. But mm-hmm. that's when we find out. We do a flashback to yeah. the annual theater owner's convention. Yeah. Miss um, Miss Blackwell says, oh, I guess he'll be back soon. The convention was finished yesterday. <laughs> and he's going to the convention as they're taking down the sign. And he randomly gets jumped and mugged by three guys who don't say anything. They just beat the shit out of him and steal his briefcase. That shows you how fucking relevant, or, yeah. or, or God, I've said relevant like four times in this podcast. Sorry, uh, it's okay. it how valuable oh. pirated videos are. Okay, is that they were after the pirated yep. videos? That's in what case. It's a quick scene, but it's very Oscar worthy. Yeah, I think these guys were just maybe um, cameramen or stagehands because they're, they're not actors. No, they yeah. just beat the hell out of him, and Murdoch's left uh, bloody and and broke busted up on the on the pavement and these three guys take off yep and then we uh switch over to darcy who is still walking around the theater by herself yeah this is when she gets dragged under the stage yeah by screaming a ghost because the smoke starts to appear smoke starts appearing she's screaming bloody murder or david blaine or chris angel's about could be either one maybe both of them and the the smoke appears though i know (laughs) she gets You're doing the jazz hands. Oh, no, like the... Yeah. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, and gosh, she gets dragged under the stage. Uh, and, and folks hear her screams, but That's when, they, when they enter the theater, there's no sight of her. She's gone. Yeah, because they Malcolm and Adrian hear her cries, but they don't get to her in time enough because she is dragged under the stage. Yeah. So this is when I'm like, Andy, the smoke it hasn't been a fire this whole time. It's just because it's ghost effects. Yep. It's the ghosts. Yep. Oh, side note. If you wanted to go see a film back in 1984, admission was $5 for adults. Children was two fifty. Hmm. That seems still expensive for 1984, in my opinion. <laughs> but this was like a hipster theater, like like in Bayview or whatever. Like okay. It was kind of like, hey, we got beer and wine, so... Yeah. You know, so maybe it was something like that. Um, do we jump to opening night? Yeah, they're ready. Uh, then <laughs> on opening night, Adrian, Jennifer, Malcolm, waiting for Mr. Murdoch... Nowhere. He's he's not showing up. Their outfits look good, too. Yeah. Um, there's a news lady doing a stand-up on, on scene or on location news story about the theater opening up. Channel 3. Channel 3. Channel news. 3. And um, Selena arrives looking for Darcy, and she's a bit panicked. Um, where's Darcy? Where's Darcy? She's in her street clothes. She's not dressed to work. Adrian uh, 
grabs her and you know you're not gonna ruin this you're not gonna ruin me from getting my thousand dollar bonus and and grabs her and throws her in the the office yeah uh and locks her up because he he doesn't want the he doesn't want her panicking, freaking out to be caught on camera by the news crew. Yep. The news crew doesn't seem to give a shit. But he, but he physically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. he physically, the way he grabs Selena, even though Selena can be kind of too much, I yeah. just didn't think it was appropriate. No, it wasn't. But he was, um, he's looking out for himself and his uh, so, so potential bonus. The news crew is there to report on the opening night. Yeah. No interview with Adrian. They don't interview Adrian. anybody. Nope. She talks like it's her place. She's like on our grand opening, yeah. on our opening night. Well, she just... shouldn't say on their, like, we're yeah. here at fucking a new yeah. Spotlight Theater. Oh, that, could they be, are... that could be just a flubbed line. Oh, just, just bad writing. Bad writing. Yeah. Uh, they basically finish up their little news story and say like, all right, we're out. Let's go. And they leave. Still looking for Mr. Murdoch to show up. He's not anywhere to be seen. Um, we go to the projection room. Where Adrian is attacked, or am I missing anything? No, no, it's Adrian. Not, no, it's Malcolm. Or, uh, it's Malcolm is attacked. Malcolm goes up into the. Bur- yeah, that's what know. I meant. Um, Malcolm's attacked, but uh, kind of fights the guy off. But he ends up. It's our Vincent Price killer. Yeah, it's our Vincent Price ghost. He shoves him back, and he like hits his back or something against the projector. It's an electrocution. It's an ele- okay, and it um, it knocks the guy out. He falls on the floor. He's not dead, but he's out of commission for a second you assume i thought he was dead you don't know he's coming back but it's a quick shock but a shock electrocution if you will but if you if you realize that they wanted the the idea i think was the director rick sloan under the projector where they're getting shocked electrocuted it's the old film the old film oh the 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 theater from where the night everybody died yeah yeah that, that that film canister is under the projector so maybe it's got ghostly things that is killing her. but or so, this is an old place with shitty wiring there you go and but and he, but but yeah. malcolm does finally he pushes off it's so funny this scene too because yeah malcolm see and malcolm's a hunky strong guy he's a big dude yeah and he sees this weird fucking vincent price motherfucker looking at him and he doesn't do anything he doesn't say like hey man who are no, you he or, just stands there yeah he stands there until he gets fucking strangled right the and then he comes. beats him off but and the, to, to speed <laughs> this him up off, not in a fun way yeah but malcolm finally gets shocked too he's yeah he gets thrown against the projector and, and he, he starts flash flailing like yeah he's getting ele- electrocuted and yeah. this is real quick too like so adrian i guess hears all this and he looks into the projection booth from where the from where the uh he's the projector would look yeah, out. The door was like jammed or shut mm-hmm. or so. He couldn't get in the, the room via the projection room door. So he's climbing up the uh, seats in the theater to look through the window where the projection would be yes, shining out exactly, on the screen. Where the, yes, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and he um, leans his head in and there's a to part- look To look in and there's a partition. A metal that, partition. A metal partition that falls down and decapitates Adrian. Finally, that's my... Dick shot kill the boom. Andy's dick kill. Man, yes. Took us a while, but geez, oh man, we finally got to one. Yeah, I know because that's so interesting. You brought that up, Andy. I thought yeah. for this whole thing we weren't going to get a dick shot kill. The kills are bad. We've done we've done a couple films I think where we just yeah. didn't have one. That's true. There was like a blood diner where too many people too died many people died and well, there was remember. like we might have had one but i don't remember. no i don't but think we did uh, maybe we did i think we there did was a yeah couple... here was blood diner was the one where he was driving I, oh I, right 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 yeah. i remember now yeah where his arm got cut off but the uh but the, you're right there's been films where we haven't done a dick shot kill just because but this is mine finally it's adrian getting decapitated malcolm's getting electrocuted he dies 
But this is this whole time when Adrian threw Selena yeah. in the dressing room to get ready, the door locks. So she calls yeah. Mrs. Like she's trying to call Mr. Murdoch. Yeah. Mrs. Blackwell, Mrs. Miss Blackwell answers, and yep. she's like, "Let me speak to your boss." And she's like, "He's not around." And I forgot to tell you, Selena, that every time the theater opens, someone dies. Yeah. So this is like when it's like this is super haunted. It's it's some kind of weird invisible force that suddenly like starts blowing things around the room. This is the first time I want to mention this in this podcast. This okay. is when I think that aliens are involved. Oh, this is the first time you're mentioning this. In this film, yes. In the, for this podcast. This podcast. You haven't mentioned it up until now. Episode 37. I don't think. Minutes in, no. you, you haven't said aliens at all. No, no, but this, this is point. what I'm thinking, Andy. I believe that <laughs> aliens are involved in this because. How? Bec- okay, she opens the door, a big white light flashes on her, and she yeah. just goes, ah, there's no blood, there's nothing else. I'm telling you right now, aliens killed her. Okay. I know I don't talk about aliens or science fiction a lot. No. Especially when we're talking about podcasts. That's true. You haven't because said we're, it, mentioned we're not, it we're at not, all. We're not science fiction you. We're no. not sci-fi you. No. We're slash you. Absolutely. Okay, there you go. So. And don't don't mock me. I'm, I'm not, not mocking I you one mention, bit. I didn't mention aliens. <laughs> Wait, did I? You didn't say it way early and promise to explain it now? Oh, yeah. I thought we weren't recording. We were. Oh, shit. Okay, we so recorded. anyway. We've uh, probably recorded far too long, <laughs> given given the quality and so, length of this movie. Selena is killed by aliens, and as Mrs., as Miss Blackwell listens on, yeah. her phone turns to mayonnaise. It's weird. Miss Black. Yeah. <laughs> Selena is screaming bloody murder, and on the other end, Miss Blackwell is listening, and you're right. The receiver just falls apart in her hands. <laughs> It, it liquefies. It's disgusting. It's mayonnaise. It's like mayonnaise. <laughs> it's or soap. Cream. You know, it's just like blah. Which I don't. I knew it. Okay, yeah. so that's why I thought it was a haunting, a supernatural thing that melted the phone. But it's a. This is this is the climax of the movie right here. Oh God! Our killer is now walking around the theater, and Jennifer, who's going to wind up being our final girl, well, Miss Blackwell too. But. Well, our killer. Uh, you're right. We left him on the floor in the projection room, but he comes. To, yeah, he comes to life, or yeah. he comes back to like he comes. Wait, yeah. so he's obviously not a ghost. No. Because, I mean, not. the shock knocked him out. But getting back to this, the killer is what we now realize that he's the old manager. The old manager at the very beginning of the movie, yep. where he saw his loved one uh, promising Flirting herself another dude. to another man. Yep. He obviously isn't dead because he's an old man. Yes. Wow. He's been haunting, in quotes, the theater, <laughs> like Phantom of the Opera style. Yes. Hey, hey. Uh, he's probably been killing people or causing trouble. Over the years, whoever go. tries to open the theater. Maybe, Nick, he put up the sign, $25,000 reward to whoever tries to open this theater. Because so he could keep killing. But, okay, but is he, okay, but no, 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 no. But how does the, how, how does the ghost shit happen? How do the doors mysteriously close? How does the film I don't hit? know. Because aliens. He has telepathic powers. No. He's, uh, he's, no. Uh, he's Magneto it's from aliens. X-Men. Aliens. God, I, right. hate, I hate when we fight, Andy. Yeah, we're not fighting. I'm definitely making fun of you. Oh, I'm fighting. <laughs> oh, here we go. We got to wrap it up. Come yeah, on. Okay, no, but seriously, this is when we realize that the killer is the old manager. Yeah. He looks, when he looks at Jennifer, he yeah. thinks of Ellen. He sees, yeah, he sees Ellen because she looks a lot like her. Yeah. Yeah. And the dead cheerleader friends fall out. Yeah, this the is the body too. discovery. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, body discovery. Body discovery. So Jennifer's screaming because she's discovering dead bodies. And... But but the killer grabs her yeah. and just wants to hold her. And as he's holding her like a child, yep. uh, Jennifer picks up the knife. Suddenly has a knife. Guts him in the back. Yep. And that is my professional dick kill. Dick shot shot of the week. week. It's nothing special. No. I just, 
I thought he was a ghost, but then I realized that ghosts can't be stabbed. They can't. But this so guy he was can. a he was yeah he was a real person. He's a real person. Or Andy could be an alien. Either way, he right. did. But that is uh, that's mine because again I didn't know if it was a ghost or a person. What the hell? So yeah, it's um, cool. <laughs> Jennifer. Uh... But this is when uh, what does he say like here like four screens no waiting. Four screens, no waiting. Like the PA system, this is the very end of the movie. That's oh, what the PA it just repeats over yeah. and over. Four screens. Welcome to well, welcome to Spotlight Theaters. Four screens, no waiting. I don't get it. Four screens. So I, I just had to make note of that because it goes. On. He gets more pissed. The PA guy does. Who's ever doing the voiceover for the PA? And it goes on and on and on and on. Four screens, no waiting. Yeah, Murdoch um, comes back with a, a walker and his head wrapped. And yeah, he's on crutches. His head's all wrapped up, and he is. Um, he's pretty beaten up. How did opening night go? You know, how'd it go? How does how did how'd it go? She puts a cigarette out in his hand. Yeah. And leaves and Mrs. Mrs. Blackwell puts a cigarette out on uh Murdoch's hand yep. and leaves the spotlight theater forever. Quits. And then police still frame. The police show up, yeah. And as they walk into the, the old theater, it freeze frames, and that's where they roll credits. Like what? I think they're walking out of the theater though. They have to show the police there. For two seconds, and then we and then it's a still frame. It's still, yeah, it freezes. So this is the first time after roll credits that I actually wrote, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it just ends like that. It just ends with the police showing up. Before or, we take our leaving, break, yeah. Whatever. Before we take our break, definitely uh, worth watching. Is it? Yes. Yes. It's a two ninety nine rental. Yeah, but it's a four ninety nine buy. Or but... if you have the Full Moon Premiere Channel on Amazon, you can watch it there for free. All right, let's take a break. Be right back. <laughs> okay. So that was Blood Theater, 1984. Want to reiterate one more time? Yeah. I would definitely recommend this uh, for some homework. It's, yeah, it's okay. This is what we do, Andy. We're supposed to kind of educate. I mean, if you yeah. haven't seen it, like, check it out, man. I it's... mean, yeah, if you're a, a student of ours, you know that they're not all winners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to sit back, maybe get a little drunky. Uh, Glass half full. Have a little weedy and... Uh, and laugh at something that's not great. There you go. This is your movie. What are, um, what's our kill count? Who killed? Who got killed? Well, listen, this was fun, Nick, because you'll remember there was kind of a mass killing at the beginning of the movie. And I counted them. We have the ticket girl. She was stabbed. All right. She said that there were 18 people who bought tickets. Jody still says there were more people in there. Well, 18. <laughs> sorry, I'm Jody. Saying, I'm sorry, Jody. But I'm saying there were 18 because that's the tickets they sold. Plus Ellen, plus Ellen, the girlfriend, the other man that Ellen was flirting with, and the two actors who were on stage, that's 22 people right there. 22 people plus the ticket girls, 23. Uh, that's good. I like that. That's where I'm going because okay, I have. I'll, I dig it. I don't have any other evidence for anything else. There's the two two cheerleader friends of, uh, of uh, Jennifer's yep. stabbed. Um, there's uh, uh, two more <laughs> Spotlight Theater uh, uh, employees who were Lisa and Dee, Dee yep. also stabbed. Jennifer, we didn't count Jennifer in the popcorn machine. Uh, Darcy, she's dead. Selena died. Malcolm died. Adrian, Adrian died. My dick shot kill of the week Adrian. was Adrian. And the killer, the old man himself, your my dick shot kill of the week. Himself. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, plus 22, 31. All right, so let's say the 22, 23 weren't counted. Yeah. Let, let's just say the new school. 30, oh, and the ticket girl, 32. Yeah. So, so 10? Uh, yeah, 10. Okay. If you don't count the... Or 9. Yeah, if you don't count the mass amount of people who died no. when the original smoke fumes or whatever. Um, yeah. 
Hey, I want to hear that review that you were talking about. Oh, that, right. That, yes. So IMDb has a one star this out of good. ten review, and it's somebody who claims it was the actress who played Selena. Uh, it's called the the review is titled "I was there and I don't even and I was there and even I don't believe how much it sucks." Uh, to truly appreciate this film, you had to be there. Acting in parentheses question mark or you had to have been a crew member. Yes, I am Selena. And at the ripe old age of 42, I have serious doubts about what we were doing or did. Uh, she said, ripe old age of 42. This review was left in 2005. Wow. Yep. It all started out to be like a John Waters type thing. Friends acting badly in bad films. Somewhere along the line, the fun discontinued. People who were supposed to be friends didn't speak anymore, and bad became worse. I regret the bad image I might have projected. Try to fit in size one gold spandex pants. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, other than that, the film sucks so badly I would not even make my mama watch it. To my director, cast and crew, I say, why can't we all just get along? It's been over twenty years. People. Holy shit! So she's reaching out, maybe by leaving this review, she's reaching out to the other actors and actresses. And, well, and I guess in like, two thousand five they didn't have Facebook. Did they? Miss, they might have Facebook. Uh, it was in its early. MySpace was a thing. I know. Yeah. That. Why did she reach out to MySpace? I don't know. But isn't that crazy? Is that, that, like, I was there, and I don't even believe how much it sucks. Andy, I I think it is her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, username is uh, H, ugh, H8ProdBiz. 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 Hate ProdBiz. I don't fucking know. I'm going to do some more research before our next film that we watch, just to like kind of say, what, what do they call it Like when you go back? Like... Uh, Correction, know. editors know. Oh, oh, sure. Like when we uh, go back, because I want to. That's an interesting find, Andy. Kudos to you. So that is somebody claiming to be who who played Selena, Joanna Morales, Joanna Fox at the time. Two X's. Two X's. Uh, so, next week. Yeah, next week. Let's. We're getting close to Andy's wedding and Thank Andy you. and Cheryl's wedding. Yeah. So we are going to be pushing some stuff off uh, to you guys and girls and theys and thems and he's and hers and. All pronouns welcome and accepted here at Slash U. Anyway, next week we're going to be watching 1981's The Prowler. Hell yeah. One hour, 29 minutes. Looks like a good one. An unknown killer clad in World War II U.S. Army fatigues stalks a small New Jersey town bent on reliving a 35-year-old double murder by focusing on a group of college kids holding an annual graduation dance. Huh? Another dance! And, like, World War II stuff. Like, and it's a, kind of a, like, yeah, mining yeah, shit. From, a guy in fatigues. And, yeah, like yeah. My Bloody Valentine and the dance. You remember, like, yep. the, uh, the House of Sorty Row and yep. the prom nights and the shit. Yes. Yep. One time we have to really sit and, like, really compare. Uh, this is rad. So, again, uh, next week we're going to be hanging out with the Prowler. Your homework is to go watch this shit. It is free on Tubi. Yep. But it's f- just find it. You know, it's the Prowler. It looks pretty rad. We're stoked on it. Um I'm going to go ahead and just talk about our social media. Sure. We are slash you underscore podcast on Instagram. We just surpassed 900 followers, Andy. Thanks. Thank you all for That's that. That's all you, buddy. You. No, 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 you, no, 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 no. You QB. That's all of us. No, you, no, you quarterback you're, that you're, social you're, media. You're, you're the tech guy. I'm the yeah. social guy. But uh, it's, it's rad because we, we couldn't do this out with each other. We couldn't do not. We could not do this with all of you. Thank you. You can also find us on the World Wide Web slash you podcast dot com. Uh, got some exciting stuff coming up here in the future. Yeah. Uh, Andy and I both are so stoked to continue this. We have so much fun with this. And again, we could not do this without all of you. Yeah. It's so a hoot. Thank you. We're recording this just before Memorial Day weekend. I hope and, you- and your wedding. 
end my wedding, but I hope uh, as you hear this, I hope you all had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. This will post on Memorial Day, on Monday Memorial Day. So happy Memorial Day. Happy thanks, Memorial Day. Thanks to all the troops. Maybe it's appropriate. Take the we're day doing, off. Uh, we're, it's appropriate we're doing the Prowler where the guys dressed in World War II oh, fatigues. Yeah. I didn't even make that connection, but Memorial Day, you know, I don't know. So. And what's rad about what I read about the Prowler? Yeah. It's a alien. It's a science fiction movie Is about it? aliens. No, it's not. God, we're never doing that. Um, anyway, thanks to all of those who follow us. Please tell all your friends. Leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a God. We'll... Leave us a review and share. Free stickers. That, it really helps out the US. show. And uh, we've spent more time than we wanted to on this one. But, uh, yeah, Blood Theater was good. And uh, until next time, everybody. I'm Nick. And I'm Andy. And class dismissed. Uh, bye, everybody. Three.